It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jay Hips. Right. <laughs> say this every time, but I think that genuine was the record for the quickest no. you've ever interrupted me. This is... Are you all right, though? I, I am always all right, Steve, when I'm on a podcast with three quarters of the Stratford Paddock ownership. Yep. Uh, this is the inaugural episode of the Stratford Paddock podcast. But not really. Why not? Well, there's fucking loads, that's why. No, this is the first one of what is the Stratford Paddock podcast. Yeah. Right, yeah. Basically, we was like, do you know what? Us four are never on a podcast. Yeah. And we probably should be. And guess what? We're still We're not. We're still not. So... Technically, you might be right. That it's Sweet McCola, just yeah, widge. <laughs> so, what's what's this podcast all about, Jay? This podcast, basically, the premise is all four of us will be Don't on a worry. podcast together. I'm derailing this shit. <laughs> well, we discuss <laughs> things that are happening in the wonderful world of Manchester United Football Club, whether that's transfers, fixtures, whatever. It's mm. just your average roundtable podcast, but well yes. better than average. Yeah, yeah, and it has to be bloody good to have moved Housen's Brew. Well, it's only the greatest podcast on this platform. Exactly. Um, and don't worry for those of you who are tuning in for Housen's Brew, because despite the fact this is a different po- podcast, we will still be talking about the 1991. And Housen's Brew, Brew will be here Constant. on Friday as well. Let's not forget that. It's not, yes. we're not, it's not never happening again. Housen's Brew just moved to Fridays. But yeah, this is the, the Paddock podcast. What are we talking about today, Jay? Talk us through it. Well, we're talking about the greatest European competition on the planet oh. other than the Champions League. Europa. Oh, we'll so see. we're in that. It's set up nicely then for a 1991 Cup Winners Cup. Ah, no, Does it even exist we... anymore, that? No, it doesn't. It was too That's good, good it was. to Hence continue. Why, yeah, it's now in a glass case yeah. where we just look at it yeah. and go, one, that's put it You put that on the same as like Kurt Cobain and all these yes. things that, that sort yes. of left us too soon. Yeah. Yes. The European yeah. Cup Winners Cup is part of the 27 yeah. Club. It it's, is. On, it's on a shelf next to Tupac. <laughs> and we just leave it and reminisce about how good it was in the 90s. Yes. <laughs> just, Very well See, you're right. <laughs> multi-layered that, wasn't it? Jay's just do, you like, do you like how multi-layered that was? But Jay's just laughed and smacked <laughs> his face <laughs> on the yeah, microphone. That Don't hard. do that. Um, well, HR, what else are we going to be talking about? I'll sort out. Um, yeah, we're talking about, obviously, United have been drawn against Real Sociedad in the Europa League. So Flying them, aren't they? How much that's David Silva? It's not down to it. Okay. I've not. Uh, we'll talk about Adnan Yanazai, because he plays for him, obviously. Um, and we'll also talk about United, right? Mm. There's a real sort of disparity between, amazingly, what's going on on social media when it comes to United by certain sections yeah. and the reality of what's going on with Manchester United. Almost because, like that's always the case. Yeah. If you weren't to look at the table or what's going on, mm. and you just went on Twitter, if, yeah, if you'd, you'd never watched we a football were literally match, fighting relegation. You think we were Arsenal? You would. If you only saw Manchester United through the lens of social media, yeah. you'd think we were awesome. I think we'd lost like perhaps every game. Ollie was Chris you know, Wilder. Got any results. Yeah. yeah. I mean the yeah. guy's literally drawn once <laughs> and lost everything else. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty bad season, <laughs> I would say. But that's how it feels. Mm. United are oh we lost again. That's ten now out of eleven. Mm. Well no, not really. No, we're, we're two yeah. points off the top if we're not gaming on. And also, we're going to be talking about Upa Meccano, aren't we, Upa, as well? Yes, because... Hang on, why did you do the news in here today? Because, my esteemed colleague, I did the news, and then some 
news broke. Right. So, so I recorded an extra it's bit of news. It's called Journalistic Integrity, it's, Steve. Come on, right. Read about it, mate. It's called or A Developing not. Story <laughs> and Adapting to It. Like it. See? Should we talk about the Europa League then? Yeah, go on, mate. Um, Sausage Dad are actually probably about as bad a team as we could get because they don't have the sort of pedigree and the, the big name necessarily. Can't lose to them. Of Where people go, well, it's yeah. Real Madrid. Yeah, exactly. But they're actually brilliant. And we lose to Spanish teams all of the time. See. Sevilla, twice. See. Fucking uh, Bilbao. In recent years, every time we play a Spanish team, Barcelona. we lose to them. Yeah. Barcelona, that means 10 yeah. years ago now. But like, <laughs> it's... it's it wasn't. That was literally like oh, two years 18 ago. months ago. I thought you meant the ones in the, I thought I was just thinking of the Champions League finals. They're bad enough for I'll me. tell you through what happened. I had to question Ashley Young decided bad. to do a pissing oh, Cruyff God, why turn did I say in it? the why? new camp. Why? Where why? Johan Cruyff mm. kind of made his name a little bit. He was mm. like, I'm going to pay homage to one of the greatest footballers that's ever walked the face of the earth. Footboys. Check this shit Foosball. out. Why aren't they called footboys and not footballers, by the way? It's a lot easier, isn't it? I suppose then it, it's a bit sexist, though, isn't it? it? Yeah, but you would you come up with a different name if you weren't a, a boy. Simple, isn't it? Oh, it's just call them footballers, and then you eradicate that problem altogether. Pretty simple, really. <laughs> uh, thinking this, Joe. So, Real Sociedad, then, are they pretty much the worst team we could have drawn? In terms of difficulty, and then, like you said, come on. you can't lose it's to them, Mr. because Mr. they're not big enough name where people say, oh, yeah, fair enough. I'm going to have to go and have a look. I mean, I'm not going to, but I would have to go and have a look at the entirety of the Europa mm. League shitstorm that is this draw. I mean, let's be honest, it's well long. Mm, like, yes. there's, there's like 32. an Annex E with it. So, um, it's pretty minging. And so should I, like you said, uh, a rough team. They're flying, they're confident. They'll see us as a, a bit of shark bait that they can go and get. Mm. Ooh, ha, ha. And they'll, um, yeah, they're going to give us a good old good old college try. Because it's like the Keep opposite for them as well, isn't it? Because for us, it's a team that's very dangerous that we could easily lose to, yes. but you don't get really much credit if you win and you get absolutely destroyed if you lose. But for them, we're a big team that you get a lot of, pr a lot of credit if you beat Man United. They're not necessarily expected to, but they've actually got a good chance of beating us. It Honestly, for <laughs> me, it's about as bad as it could have been. If we'd have got Roma or Ajax or, I don't know, we can't get the other English teams yet, but further down the line, you know, Tottenham or Chelsea. Olympiakos, was that an option? Not, not Chelsea. Salzburg. If you get one of those teams, the bigger teams, and you, you know, oh, it was a tough game, we went out to Ajax over two legs, you're still going to get stick. But Real Sociedad, like, the you're not going to like, the deceptive, they're, but, aren't they? But, but they're top of the league, and yeah, like, exactly. oh, so cares. Yeah. Shut up, you dick. Yeah, exactly. They're not, yeah, they're not like a, a historic, massive no, Spanish team. But they are going to be hard to beat. And I'm not trying to make excuses here, but also, especially like. I'm going to be honest, sounds a little bit like if you United, are. If United play a, a slightly weakened or rotated side, it's going to be proper difficult, this, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Are we going to? Do you think we will? I, I think I can't we will. make my mind up, me. I think we will. Right. The noise is coming out of United are, oh, we want to go and win it. But the, this club is so North Korea about everything that you're never going to get a straight answer out of them. No. You, you know, here's what's not going to happen. There's never going to be a leak out of Old Trafford that you hear where the club goes, we couldn't give a fuck about this. Yeah. They're never going to say that because we've got far too many sponsors. we got more sponsors than we got fans allowed in the stadium. Yeah. So, like... And I don't mean this week, I mean next week. So, like, we've got so many sponsors that we have to look at least like we're trying to win trophies as plastic as they are. Mm. And we want to be in that conversation, don't we, about this whole European Super Leagues, whatever's going on. I think we're on. in it. Yeah. We want to show, though, you know, like, we are about I think about if you Europe. want it, you've got a badge, you're on the ride. Really? Yeah. Benfica, it's, like that. It's something like that, yeah. But if we're sort PSV of saying... like that. Mm. Oh, yes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Aston Villa are like that. You what? Yeah, sort of. Forest, <laughs> Forest, yeah, so double winners. Nottingham hey. Forest are in it. Back to back. Um, yeah. City, not so much. We can't act as though we're not trying to win. Do you think we will go all out? Because Ollie's, like, I know it's different. When you come down from the Champions League, it feels though it's even more of a failure to get in the Europa League. Yeah. But look at the way Jose celebrated the last game of the season for Tottenham. They were in a huddle, jumping up and down because they they clinched that last Europa League spot last season. They celebrated when they, you know, qualified from the group stage. If you start in it and you're doing well. Like last season, we were sort of going, well, we've got to try and win it. But this season, because we've dropped down into it, you sort of go, oh, it's worth less than shit. I won't mind seeing the stats on how many times a Champions League reject has mm. gone on and won it. Did Sevilla get relegated from the Champions League last season? They, they usually start... Because they usually win they it, don't they? They usually come off the they blocks. They usually win it. Yeah. And you win the Europa going to Champions League, then drop down and win it, don't they? That's like that. So that's their MO. Out of the last six years? Something mental. Like, if not, like, what they whether do. they've done it or not, I'm going to call that doing a Sevilla. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whether they've even done it themselves, yeah. I'm sure that, they have. They must have done it. It's going to be once. coined as doing a severe. So yeah. dropping out from the Champions League into uh, the Europa League and then winning, winning it, it, doing a severe. Repeat. Yeah. And Very people nice. are like, never done it. I'm like, done that. 
Let's face facts, though. If we, <laughs> we won it, we'd all be buzzing, but I don't think we will. I, don't yeah, think we'll we'll go, I personally don't think we'll go for it. Because I, I really want Oli to get a trophy, oh, regardless yes. of what it is. Carabao, FA yeah. Cup. Because yeah, you've got whatever, fucking so. widgets like McCullough halfway down the M6 at a minute, who this morning was like, <laughs> Jose's still our best manager that we've had post-Fergie because he's won a fucking shiny thing. Mm. Won a fucking League Cup and one of these big fucking plant pots. Is it? Mm, yeah, but we haven't had a lot of success post-Fergie, so <laughs> that's still, yeah. you know, you've so all got Van Gaal and his FA Cup to go against, that's it. So, so it's either that, it's whether you weigh those two trophies, sorry, no, those sorry. two trophies over the not but also if you That's look at the way Ole's changed things in that the way we play football the amount of goals we score per game all that sort of stuff which is a bit more shitty to look at it's easy to go trophy 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 not that any of them were, were big trophies I mean the FA Cup the biggest of the three Europa League's massive mate it's a, yeah it's like the fucking what's it called the hockey one what's that one called where it's like Stanley eight feet Cup. tall the Stanley Cup um, <laughs> but you introduced like this new Europa Conference yeah. you'd go anyway the trophy's 14 feet high yeah you're like, fucking... The, yeah, they yeah. don't lift the trophy, they climb the trophy yeah. at the yeah. end and you, you sit on, on it like it. branches. Yeah, you get on it like a, like a, like a married couple at the top on a mm. wedding day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lovely. Hold on to your manager. Um, but otherwise, you know, that's how you, mon- that's how you, you work out whether, what Van Gaal did and what Jose did. And obviously, as a United manager, you need to be winning trophies. There's no yes. two ways about it. But then, do you, can you still sort of... Is there any comparison to what Ole's done in terms of the, the style of recruitment and the age of the team and the style of play and the amount of times we score three plus goals in a game, which is higher than it, you know, 10% higher than it has been in uh, under Van Gaal or well, under Mourinho? What do you Martin look at? Edwards is it just said. trophies? No, it can't just be just trophies because Martin Edwards, um, when I interviewed him, um, coincidentally his house is up for sale, if anyone's interested. Um, so he was fucking broker or what? No, but it's a longer story. Martin Edwards' house up for sale. We will have an auction live at yes. the end of the podcast. Right, I was looking at houses. Right. I might move from that. What, from that at, that, at that volume? I was looking at houses and um, I looked at, there's a particular house I was looking at and I was sending it to Ben and then Ben was like, what the fuck are you looking at that house in this area for? You might as well move to like a nice area. And then he sent us a couple of fingers and I went and had a look and then just in that scroll... I was like, fucking I'll recognise that. That's Martin Edwards' house. Were you outside and picketing in the 90s? That's, yeah. um, I don't think he lived there in the 90s. Oh. And I can't believe How he still lives in his house. Because he's oh, been there, hasn't he? I interviewed him in, not in his story. living room. I, don't know, I knew he'd interviewed him. No, I didn't know it was no. in his house. Yeah. Yeah. It was in his living room. No, it was in his living room. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, strange. Like, because I didn't expect that. For those who don't know, who's Martin Edwards? <clears throat> he's currently the president of Manchester United. The president. Which is an honorary but position. More well known for. Being the chairman of Manchester United that sold to the Glazers. Which was kind of like. It's more similar to the to the Woodward role of the time, would you say? No, he owned the club and was the chairman of the club. Right. He more didn't like sell, he didn't sell to the Glazers, though, did he? Uh, he Not, floated us on the stock exchange yeah. in '91, and then the there's there a was chain large, of events. There was large shareholders. There was large shareholders right. which fluctuated, um, and horses and things, and uh, and ultimately the. You know when things went awry, the Glazers owned like thirty percent of the club, right. and and then they owned all of it. Um, but yeah, Matt, I think he made a couple of hundred million off um, when we floated. Mm. So the house that he's in ain't a couple of hundred million pound fella's house. So uh, it's not a bad house guy. It's an old way. Just a nice guy, flag. So anyway, you're looking at his house. It's for sale, by the way. What were you talking? What were you saying before that? Fuck knows. I'm glad we got there in the end. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what was we talking about? I was about saying, is, are trophies the only ah, metric of success? Go. Especially when, let's Martin be honest, Edwards they're said, relatively minor trophies. Martin Edwards said, uh, because when we, uh, those first four or five years of Fergie, mm. we didn't win shit. Not only did we not win shit, we'd gone from being in the FA Cup finals, winning the FA Cup under Big Ron, uh, coming third and fourth pretty consecutively, mm. going quite close, was it 86? Um, 85, 86 to winning the league. Come on, Jay, you we were won first, tell us, tell we won our first 10 games, but then we had a massive drop and we finished fourth. It was injuries, wasn't it? Yeah, it was not a yeah. Rob, Rob, Brian Robson gets injured at the end of that. So we looked like people who could go on and win the title, but we was missing that, uh, just that little bit of consistency to be able to call ourselves champions. Then Fergie came in. He came in after Big Ron went and handed his notice, and I didn't know this. I I mean, was this public notice? No, no, was right. it? So, um, see, I was noticing, was he work at Spa? Well, he handed his notice in to Martin Edwards in the summer of 86. Oh, I've heard this, yeah. Sorry, I've heard this story, yeah. Well, I I mean, oh, I have yeah. heard it, yeah. I am a big fan of Manchester. United. No, because he actually. wanted... Um, now you mention it. I'd say, who was he wanted? The, the defender, Teddy Butcher. He wanted him. 
Um, and United wouldn't sanction it. And he was like, oh. and then he, he spat his dummy out and was like, you know, I need him as a centre back. Well, that's not what Edwards said, mate, told well, me. But I mean, Edwards obviously is half of that story, and I'm sure he do not want to paint himself in a bad light. So everything he said to us, you have to take it with a pinch stop. But there was a few things he did mention, especially in terms of like how often he upgraded Old Trafford, which was, if you look at it from like 1988 mm. to like 2000, Jesus. It was a permanent like building site. Have you not anyway, seen that? Go on, go on, let you finish. Anyway, so he goes, um, big Ron handed his noticing. He said, I've took this team as far as I can take it. I can't make us champions. And Matt Edwards refused his resignation. Now, obviously, it went tits up. Fergie ended up coming in when we were, what, 16th, 17th November, in the league? November, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, the same season, because once a man's decided he's not got his heart mm. in the job, I guess he's not got his heart in the job. Fergie comes in. Steady's a ship. They come 11th first season. Yeah, I think so. That sounds then about he right. takes us to second. Mm. Think about that now. Oh my God. This dour Scotch bastard's got it. Then we come 11th. He's gone. Mm. That doesn't happen this, in this day and no. age. You don't go second to 11th and survive. No. Then he came 13th. But that's the season when he had fake up in it, the 13th season. Then it was like sixth. Yeah. And, and well, now you're winning trophies. So you sort of get yourself out of jail. But Martin Edwards said at the time... <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Martin Edwards said at the time, because I asked him, and I, I was very trying to look at the cues, and you know, I'm sure he's told this story a million times to people about how he didn't sack Fergie, because let's be honest, not sacking Fergie was probably one of the greatest decisions in this football club. Yeah. So he's probably told himself that, I even if it's a lie. greatest decision. Yeah, even if it's a lie, he's told himself that much that it's true, yeah. right? <laughs> So whatever he says, I was trying to look to say, is he chatting shit to me here? But he said, completely honestly, we could see how much work was going in in the background. He'd overhauled the scouting department. There was things going into place. We had a plan mm. and we knew that he was the right man. And you go, well, I can't fucking prove you wrong. And clearly it worked out. And there was, you know, even if he's not quite telling the truth about the exact details of that, there was clearly something that made them keep him. Mm. So it had to have been something. So, you know... And it wasn't the results on the pitch. So it must have been something like that. Again, I know well, there may be other things going into it, but they it, must have seen something in them because they did stick with it. It's them. definitely the party line because Bobby Shalton says the same thing. Eric Harrison says the same thing. He, I think he tripled the number of scouts. Um, a lot of players say it in terms of the training, the facilities, the, 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 the drinking culture, the players that he moved on. I think we've got a super chat yeah, We've there. got a super chat from United uh, from a podcast. Out, Apologies for publishing a Merry Christmas paddock video without consulting you guys first. Am I in trouble? Nothing but praise for you guys. Love you all. No, you're not in trouble. Never in trouble Why for wishing that? us happy Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'd Merry like to Christmas. see that video because I've not seen it personally. Um, but assuming that's not some sort of mistaken like, slander, you know, you, you're certainly not in trouble with us. <laughs> going back to what you were saying about, the, video. about the, um, you know, the Europa, and I think last time was different because it was, emo <sighs> it was emotional, wasn't it? Jay, I was on a course then. Like yeah. A management course? No, different. Oh. I was getting it to the 1991 Cup Winners Cup. Sorry. That's, I was this close. We'd all, we don't need a course, Fergie. to be fair. We just we do that. Fergie, we You've six, got your 1991 podcast. I'm right, but there's got to be a transitional period, Joe. It's no. Monday, it's four o'clock. Right. Allow it. Okay. We've already <laughs> took, that's twice we've mentioned it now. I think that's enough. Let me ask you this then. No, right. The 1991 Cup Winners Cup final win. The, the, the FA Cup win isn't enough to make you think Fergie's the, the answer to all our problems. No, Because Ron Atkinson won yeah. it in 85 and was sat, what, Did he also win it in 83? Yeah. But you win that, then you win the Cup Winners' Cup, and then people say, "I'm going to win this guy, this guy." So again, actually, I know guy. you talk about it all the time, and again, no, but that's what I'm getting to. For those to who is... don't know, what even is the motherfucking <laughs> Cup European <laughs> Cup Winners' Cup? What is right. it? Because a lot it's, of people say it sounds like says it, on the tin. Well, no, because what it says on the tin is you've won the European Cup, and now it's the Winners' Cup. No, no, that's right. what it could sound like yeah, to someone. Yeah, but what is it actually? If you win the FA Cup or the equivalent in your country, right. so not the League Cup. The, Copa the, del Rey, yes. Scudetto. Yes. Scudetto. Is it the Scudetto? No, no, the Scudetto. Scudetto. That's, the that's the title. Yeah. So the main cup yes. in your country, you went into the cup winners' cup. Right. Because there was no Champions League. So the only yeah. people Champions in the European League didn't cup, have 500 no. pissing teams you had, it like it has You now. had the league winners in the Champions League. It was like and 12 the people. Of the, the European Cup, that was it. That's how you ended yeah, up facing yeah, like Genk and yeah. randomers. You know what I mean? So Who were we playing? And we had, and the reason that we, me and him go on about it all the time is. Not only did we obviously win it, it was back first year back Most in Europe. Most iconic kit. First year back in Europe for English clubs mm. as well, after the ban. But we, we had a tough run as well. Montpellier mm. were a mint team, we beat them, and obviously... Hibernian. Not even the Scottish ones. Wrexham. From Malta. Wrexham, mate. Eh? Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I understand Wrexham. what you're saying to me, yeah. But my point is, Fergie obviously got a lot of props winning that. We'll 
would Oli get the same amount of props for winning Absolutely in the not. Europa League? Because there's would a fan base. Go, well, maybe not, actually. A, there's would a section of our fan chance? base. And I don't, this is a very modern thing where they are more fans of certain players. This is Marshall FC, Pogba FC, fucking Jose Mourinho FC still. Mm. I still see a lot of Muppets on Twitter with shit opinions that I've got a Jose Mourinho icon as their thing. Um, I think people forgetting that this club becomes before any player, apart from Sir Bobby, mm. and any fucking man, club first. Yeah, and, and that includes against the owners and the ownership, I would say, as well. Yeah. Because the club has values that predate the... It's not like the club isn't the people at the top of the yeah. club currently. The club is Manchester United as an entity and as a... Uh, a sort of a timeline of That's values and football of, and is nothing of, without of, fans. Of ethics. That's yeah. what it means. Football is nothing without fans. No one hands down their love of fucking Cadbury's chocolate to their kids and would fight people who have Nestle, right? Mm. That happens in football teams. They're, they're tied to geographic locations and they're also allowed to, you're allowed to fall in love with these things when you don't even fucking come from this area. Mm. Imagine that. Imagine I like Mike's accounting from Bradford. And my dad liked and, Max and every single week, you'd spend a hundred quid <laughs> yeah. on a ticket to go <clears throat> sit in on Max's account, and when he's doing, you know, he's doing go the on, ta Mike. tax returns. Go on, Mike. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Imagine. But football is relatively unique <laughs> in that case, isn't it? But Jay, have you ever heard about Express VPN? Yes, I have. To be honest, um, because I like to watch lots of movies, mm. and I think this is what I use. This is the location thing that helps me to do that, doesn't it? Well, exactly. What it does is it allows you to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. So you install ExpressVPN on any platform that you wish, and that gives you access to all sorts of different things. It lets you, look, it lets you change your location so that you can control where you want sites to think you're located. Because as you know, Netflix, Amazon, all of these different platforms have different shows for different locations, some of which are region locked. Sometimes you want to watch this, sometimes you want to watch that. And then you click on it and you realize this show is only available in Turkey or Finland or yeah. UAE. What you can do is change your location so that it matches the place of the platform, of the film, of the movie, of the TV show, of the football match that you want to watch. It's as simple as that. All you have to do, open the app, select a location, tap one button to connect and refresh the page to access thousands of new shows and movies. You can choose from over 100 different countries and supercharge your Netflix subscription with way more content. For example, Dark Knight in Brooklyn Nine-Nine are on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty, French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is on Australian Netflix. This works with any streaming service, so that's Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube. And a great thing about uh, ExpressVPN as well, certain things like BBC iPlayer, you can only get when you're in England. So if you're not from England, or you go on holiday, and you think, I want to watch Match of the Day, I want to watch this, I want to watch, you know, Fleabag, I'm going to set my ExpressVPN to Great Britain, and I'm going to be watching BBC iPlayer, and it's fantastic. And you can finally have the free streaming service, Peacock. All you have to do is change your location to the United States. No buffering, no lag. It's HD as you like. And it works with all your devices as well. Phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TV, and very, very much more than that, Jay. And not only does it let you change your location, it also encrypts your data and lets you surf the web safely and anonymously. And that's good for you because you've got a criminal record, haven't you, Jay? <laughs> yeah. But let's not worry about that. All you have to do is go to expressvpn.com slash extra to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That is expressvpn.com slash extra. And the link will be in the description. So click that, go to that link, and get your three months extra free ExpressVPN using the code slash extra. It's well worth it, man. I watched um, one of my favorite films, Shot Caller, using it the other day. I love that film. So really yeah, good. Check it out. Back to the show. When you look online and you, you say about these, these people with different icons in Marshall FC and Pogba FC and all that sort of thing. I think it's a very modernism. I don't like Yeah, it. and we talked at the start about if you looked, if you just got your news from Manchester United from Twitter and you never saw the league table, you would think we were 17th, 16th, 15th, 11th. Of the championship. Wherever. <laughs> yeah. You would not think that we are five points off the top with a game in hand, which no. is, and again, I've said it multiple times in the last couple of weeks, ever since I did my one bit of research, <laughs> this, the, fucking the, dining out on we that have not, yeah, yeah, we haven't had a better start to a league season in seven years in terms of the, the distance we are from top yeah. so 
and, all, and we all know this was the first time we played City and we were ahead of them since 2015. We've stayed ahead of them. You look at Chelsea who lost, you look at Liverpool who drew. People are looking, at the, wrong, drew. They're looking at the wrong bit of the frame. Mm. That's what's happening. These people are, are framing this entirely incorrect. And, and this is what happens. It, it goes back to what we were saying a couple of weeks ago, talking about tribes. People have to get into tribes. And it's, you know, it's Mac versus PC and it, it's mm. Coke versus Xbox Pepsi. versus PlayStation. Yeah, and it's, you can never have reasonable judgment with them and things become echo chambers and people drill down in opinions. And I've said it to you in the past is, I don't hate Ashley Young, but what would happen is there would be um, a statement I'd make about Ashley Young go, I thought it was shit today. And then I would have moved on. Mm. And then you'd have 11 people message you go, he was man of the match. And you're like, well, he, was, he objectively wasn't man of the match. Mm. And then I have to drill down in my opinion and go, look, lads, he was shit. Mm. Here's why he was shit. When actually he was just, a bit shit. Me and you had that exact argument on Twitter when I said he was man of the match and you went, no, he fucking wasn't. I went, no, he was. Like, Gary Neville gave him man of the match. That's my point. <laughs> and you were like, he was still shit. Yeah. And then you sent the your minions on me yeah. and then I didn't end up going out for a meal with my missus. <laughs> I give with people on Twitter. <laughs> but well, that's, that's the problem with, with, um, with these sorts of opinions is people <laughs> don't usually like nuanced discussion, no. which is multifaceted and multi-reasoned and I like asking questions and, and a lot of people don't get those questions where I go, was it because of this? That's not me saying it was because of this. I'm, I'm asking questions and I'm trying to get people and to even, look at Even changing your mind is okay. You can think, I don't think he's up to this and then get proven wrong. Do you know what I mean? I've been like, I thought Fred, for example, I was like, this guy yeah. is a waste of fucking space. I agree. I have, and I stood there, Travis said, we've got to stop kidding ourselves here. We may as well just set fire to 50 million quid. Mm. And he, I, you know, I was proven wrong at the Etihad and I said that. And I think I think I did a video afterwards and I was like, I owe him an apology because that was a fantastic performance. I didn't think he had it in him, he has. And I just He's never to left more a pitch in a, in a dry shirt and that's you know what, what I, I mean? Yeah, about. and I hold my hands up, but it's okay to change your mind or say, you know what, I got that one wrong. Or a player has improved. Where now it's like, no, I am, you know, Marshall FC. These are my am, opinions. Yeah, Pogba FC and, you know, <laughs> Paul Pogba. You know, yeah, they're never going to change. It. And, you know, I don't like Ole Inim. I've even seen, and this is, I'm not making this up, this is actually a true tweet I saw, even if Ole wins the league, I still won't like him. Yeah, I've seen people saying, well, mm-hmm. on a similar vein, as I'm sure we've all seen, I hope we win, I hope we lose this game so Ole gets sacked sooner. Yeah. I've seen that a lot. Yeah. I've seen that a lot. Not what like one that? person, not no, like, oh, I've seen the tweet. That's relatively common. Even the head of the derby, I saw that. I mean... Uh, yeah, I, I hope we lose to City. You've mental. Yeah. There's, uh, there's on, not sorry, a single instance that you'd ever want us to lose. And you know, th- there were some managers that it soured with towards the end, and Jose was the major one, to mm. be honest. But you Louis knew Van... that was coming when we hired him, though. That's always part of the caveat. When you hire Jose Mourinho, I think I remember standing outside Old Trafford with him yeah. saying, it's "Under the proviso that in three years he will set fire to the he curtains and walk Garrett out." Bale as well. Yeah, because I remember I, 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 this might be a closest to a direct quote as possible. I was like, Jose's going to bring the fear factor back, especially when he brings Gareth Bale with him. And it kind of was right. It's just, he's bringing him here with Tottenham. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of your more accurate <laughs> predictions to be prepared to you. Um, United Forever podcast with another super chat. I said, Joe, it's a podcast highlighting why you guys are so great and also some of our favourite banter paddock moments from this year. It's on our YouTube channel. I'll check that out. Thank you very I'll much. I'll check it out. That Thank sounds you. almost as good as Scotty and Motti, which is another channel on YouTube. You want to check that Christ. out as well. Me and David Check Scott out their Election Day special. Bans. Oh, yeah, check out Election Day special where it features um, Joe. And also check out Housing's appearance on it, which did you know, very good numbers for us, for our little channel. Our little channel. Talk about why 996 was the best year ever. Yes. Mm. If you want to hear more from that, check out Scotty and Motti. Yeah. I'd give you a teaser now, but there's no point. It's all on there. Yeah. And the Manchester bomb features, weirdly, more than you think. Yes, it for does. a 96 edition, especially. Yes. Um, so back to what we were talking about before then. We're Europa, talking about Sociedad. Yeah, and we're talking about the, the, the season the United have had so far. But didn't we, explain why it's called a Cup of Cup. Yeah, did Jay? Yeah. Oh, didn't explain how it works, though. Go on then. Well, it used to be the Champions Cup, mm-hmm. which became the Champions <laughs> League, and they allowed every fucker in it. Didn't they, What was the European Cup then? Yeah, it was the European Champions Cup was its full title. Was it? Blimey. Yeah, that's why it was the European Cup winners. Do you know the Great White Shark? It's actually just called the White Shark, but people call it great because it's massive. Really? Yeah. Sorry, carry on. Because it's like Tiger Shark, Lemon Shark, Baskin Shark, White Shark. Right. So it's not called Great White. That's just like a little... That's like a sort of a... It's it's established as pretty much people call it that and it's known as that. I got one for you. Go on. Do you want to kill a whale? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's actually called a, a whale killer. Yeah, it's actually not a whale. No. It's a type of dolphin, isn't it? Do you like in, when they do Latin, I'm sure you know this, when they do oh, Latin names, obviously. they're backwards. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. And someone wrote down 
whale killer and no one uh, flipped it around like they're not supposed to do. So it's kill a whale. Yeah, but it's actually a whale killer. The most vicious beast in the sea. And smart. Yeah. Known to hunt great white sharks, killer smart whales. Smart as a motherfucker. Well, all sharks matter. Yeah, exactly. Let's move on then. What are we saying? So the Cup Winners' Cup, the, the, there used to be the European Champions' Cup. Yep. Which is the European Cup, a.k.a. the Champions League. Yep. Either variation, City have never won it. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they've got more, you know, than yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, don't say that. <laughs> what, you don't like fucking facts, Joe? I'll say it. Some of them I don't know. I'll say it. Don't say it. Move on. We know what you meant. Go on. Go on. I'll fucking... No, no, you will not. I know what you meant. Go on. Go on. Explain it. Not, not that, that bit. The, the other one. The, the Cup Champions thing. Cup, the Cup Winners' Cup. Oh, you want to get us fucking finished here. Yes. Then the Cup Winners' Cup. So yeah. you would get unbelievable teams in there because Absolutely. only one team's going in the Champions League mm. or the U- European Cup which means that let's say Dortmund win the league means Bayern Munich going in the Cup Winners' Cup or the UEFA Cup wait so you couldn't be in both no no sir uh, so it's like the Europa, if, it's if like if the you, Charity Shield if you win yeah. both it's whoever came second yeah. in the league but in this case it would be whoever yes. won the F, won so the if cup. you did the double no. so what if no what if you did the double yeah then you'd go into the European Cup yeah and who would go into the Cup Winners' Cup whoever lost in the final, lost in the final not second in the league no okay no. great um, which is why Wrexham ended up in there. Who do they lose to? An English team. In what? In the Welsh Cup. Pathetic. <laughs> Thing as well, Hereford, back in those days, was, actually. you know, it's quite rare for people to do the double. Yeah. You only had 11 United. players usually, didn't they? Yeah. You know, United made a thing in like during 94, 96, 99. I know it was part of the trouble, but you know, double became like a thing, didn't it? You just, yeah. Oh, yeah, we've done double again. Oh, yeah. So it's just but like, yeah, so it was a lot was bigger of a deal. I can't explain to... It's talking about it in 2020, just under 29 and a half years ago, it was a massive deal. Mm. It was a massive... I remember, what was I, seven? Something like that at the time. And I remember feeling the gravity of it. European football. It was, they always felt like, because of Munich, because of 68, they always felt like there was some sort of connection with United and European football. Mm. And when we were back in it, Old Trafford felt like it. Like, we've been spoilt by just having Champions League year after year after year after year after year. But trust me, 1991, it was fucking special. Because we used to play on Saturdays. Mm. What's this Wednesday night shit all about? Yeah, it wasn't Who like Friday Mont- night, Pelier. Monday night, Sunday. Yeah. You know, Tuesday, was three o'clock, Wednesday, See you Thursday. next Saturday at three yeah. o'clock. And then you had Montpellier, Legio Warsaw. Yeah. Shit that you can't pronounce. Rexham. boy. Right? You had all of these fuckers turning up. And it was closer to Manchester than like half of the teams <coughs> yeah, in London. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, and then um, obviously the Champions League starts. I remember them first games. Honved. Yes, that was a quali- Was that like the qualifying round where we? I, I think right. it was a knockout. Can I, sorry, I can't believe of all the t- podcasts, this has literally just been all about the ninety nine one cup winners. Right, sorry, this is the one thing I did not. Called educating Joe. I want no called educate. I'm talking about why it's so important. I know, but you, right. right, it's all you ever talk about, you two. But you've we, not heard it. We said, That's interesting right, point, we asked actually. the question. Going you, back and to you it. didn't know. Right. So I'm telling know. you. I know, right. you're, right. you're right. We won it. We, like, 2017, we won the Europa League because Jose Mourinho gave up on the league mm. in January. And he did. Right? Yes. We, we played the reserves against like Swansea and teams like and we drew at home and it was just like, what are you doing? He's like, Europe, Europa League. Oh, he went not, all Yeah, Oli's not going to do that. Well, what is he going to do then? Because so I don't think what we uh, something else both. I don't think we can afford to do exactly. <laughs> like, I don't I, think no, we I can think afford can. to sack off. I think that's what he's going to do. To, to, we're not going to be able to do both. I think he has I, to I, sack off the Europa League in a way that makes the statement. I am sacking it off. Well, we haven't got the next not round fair. of. We we don't find out who's through to the next round of the Europa League until February. So we have got six weeks to go. Have we got a chance of winning the league? Have we got, or at least securing ourselves in the top four? uh, Yeah, and are we certain? Because that's going to keep his job. But are we six, seven points clear of fifth? So here's the questions we need to answer in the next six weeks, and then we can decide. You know, is Ethan Laird getting a game against Sociedad? Because he's assist this weekend. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like we've got six weeks or whatever it is to work out if we've got a chance of doing something big in the Premier League. And if we haven't, maybe we do go for the Europa. Maybe we do go for the FA Cup and the Carlin Cup. We should, have at, le- we should at least... Why this, are you bringing this, logic this, into this? this, like, this that's going to be a thing. No, but like, it's right. But at least this season, we should have a chance of getting into top four. Mm. So you shouldn't have to... I mean, part of the reason the Europa with Jose was to get into the Champions League. Quadruple still on, lads. Isn't it a bit remarkable and a bit strange that we finished third last season? I know Chelsea have vastly I know, improved. I remember. But and it, I know it was on goal difference <laughs> and all that sort of shit. But we're... We the team that's starting games now is much better than the one that was starting the first half and the start of last season. 
The team that finished third is better than it was, and yet it still seems as though we'll just about be in yeah, the mix for fourth. Because we ran that team ragged and ran it into the ground, mm. and now we're also looking at... Tony Marshall's not found his form. If he'd have been in form, if he'd yeah. have got he's, 10 goals like a season, a where player. would we be? Well, I mean, six. Yeah. He might well be first. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So he's you're thinking, if he'd have pulled his socks up the already, if Mason had pulled his socks mm. up already, we'd have been already there. You've got an injured Marcus Rashford who is pulling my hair out every single time I see him walk onto the pitch because yeah. you're like, Jesus, give the night, lad a night off. But you can't give him a night off because there's nobody else. We talk about goals. Bruno's on 11, Rashford's on 10. The next, I think, is Greenwood with three. So it's like... They're oh, the only, or whoever, like they're the only two people scoring. That's so if he's even shocking. just fit enough to play, if you he can plays, get yeah, on the pitch, you got to play, which is a shit position to be in, and that would be alleviated if Greenwood hadn't had the choppy start he's had, if Marshall hadn't, if Pogba was getting a few more assists, and we could have spread the goals out. A bit oh, more. we'd have actually brought Cavani in, in June when he was available. If Cavani had been rather fit, than dicking around till yeah. October like we did. That's just shit management. Yeah. Um, uh, two shot Tina says remember the 1991 cup win uh, it was just on the back of a five year ban for English teams too made it bigger an achievement uh, in my opinion that's what Steve was alluding yeah. to like you know the special relationship with Europe and like pioneers as well you know we were the first English team to win the European Cup when you read the history back after of the ban we the first team to win something so Chelsea won the championship in 1955 yep didn't go in it did they no they was invited into this new fangled competition people didn't like the idea of it did they for no the FA hated it yeah Bill's Busby had, went up against well, them if you wanted the truth be told the reason Munich fucking happened the reason we lost the fucking greatest team that we never got to sort of come to fruition is because of the fucking FA mm. because they demanded we're back 48 hours 24 hours that. back in the country at least 48 hours or 24 hours one of the two before we played Sheffield game. Wednesday I think it was at the weekend and if not we'd be dot points so rather than the pilot going, can't get this fucking plane up, lads, they go, you have to. Mm. But if they'd been in that space where they hadn't have had that, yeah. you're going to get fined, you're going to get docked, and we'd have just got back a bit later on the Friday night. Yeah. So sad, isn't it? It's still a bit it awful. Yeah, um, really sad. We've obviously. got Sociedad. Yeah. They have this young lad. David Silva. <sighs> well, there's him, but there's a, a better one. Let's not make this all about Yanazai. He wasn't good enough at United. That's what I want to speak about. I'm not making it all about him, but well, he used to play for United. Him, I've noticed you doing that. As yeah, well. let's at least have You've mentioned him two once. minutes He's about on him. a video thumbnail. That means it's all about him. Yeah, that's how it works on this. Thank you. <laughs> um, he's doing all right there, though, isn't he? I don't fucking know. He's doing all right. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he's their star man. I don't think he's their best hey, player. Hey, nicely done, nicely done. Um, hey. But he's a, he's, he's a good that's, player. One, um, one of my but yeah, like you chance. said, Steve, he wasn't good enough at United. And what we will see, if he scores against United, or if we, not even if he scores, if we get knocked out by them, or if we lose the first leg, it will be, why did, why did Ole sell Yanazai? First of all, he didn't. But like, no, it'll be, United shouldn't have sold Yanazai. He was our best player under Moyes, this, that, and the other. It was fucking Louis. I do know a bit of inside track on this. When he was playing under Moyes, Moyes would put his arm around him and go, you do what you feel like doing today, son. Mm. Express yourself. Don't, all those sort of that, fucking cliches. Yeah. Yeah. Express yourself. Go on, son. Be brave. Mm. Take people on. And I remember that game at Sunderland. Play with no fear. I didn't yeah. get in until 9am the next day. That's how much I enjoyed his performance at Sunderland. It was <laughs> fucking that. class. What was the score? 3-2? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I played in the 10 and I thought he was the reincarnation of Johan Cross. He had an amazing <laughs> ability to go smart. past players oh, we're, we're but without having amazing. any pace. Like he wasn't that quick. Right, it was, but he just it, like it, drift it and glide and lean, yeah, yeah. And go past people. You're like, well, he's going to be doing this for the next 15 years because he's not quick now or he's quick but he's not, he's not relying on his pace to get past players. He's just got a weird body movement Unbelievable. thing. And they just stopped doing it. So that's what David Myers would do. And then Louis van Gaal got here. Now, you know Louis van Gaal yeah. would literally stop training and bollock someone like a teacher talking to a seven-year-old mm. if they were three inches to the <laughs> left on his fucking... You're all right. You're not that then. <laughs> That's twice Jay's head butted the microphone. So, like, Louis van Gaal had this super out. rigid plan where people needed to be in all different sorts of half spaces. And this is almost a direct quote. He's thick as fuck. Really? <laughs> like, he was like... Right, everybody, here's your tactical information. Like, obviously, now you're a second year first team pro. Mm. There's now tactical information and here's jobs your and weekly roles. weekly book yeah, to read. That you need to do. And here's your team instructions, blah, blah, blah. Yanazai, fucking solid. Not getting it. So, Louis van Gaal's like, fucking get rid of him. Really? So I think it was, was it, they met an interview, Schneiderlin or someone the other week, and he was saying that 
the ones that benefited most under Van Gaal were uh, Rashford and Martial because Martial didn't understand what Van Gaal was on about, so didn't take any notice, and Rashford didn't care, so he didn't do it. <laughs> 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 just went out and just played how they wanted. Just completely just mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Russell was like 18, just got in the side, scoring loads of goals. Like, yeah. Right. Wayne Rooney spoke a couple of months ago about how he. That he was his l- best coach, wasn't Yeah. Or do, I, some, I don't think he. it was quite as like Fergie <laughs> shit as that, but it was something, it was something like that. They've got in a bit of, of a. Yeah. Bit. In terms of like what I learned and who who did the most sort of in depth st- like statistical coaching, he said Van Gaal was yeah, incredible yeah. at that. And not to have a go at Wayne Rooney, but for the longest time, he wasn't considered the brightest kid at the, in the playground, was it? He was no. al- that was always the stereotype about Wayne Rooney. I would say somewhat falsely, but you know, some, maybe not. Doesn't help when you're offering yourself out on Twitter. No, exactly. But like, what I mean is, <laughs> but I know what you mean. It's, yeah. I think oh, maybe Rooney's original. We could have done a bit more with Yanazai, is what I'm Rooney. saying. Like, yeah. Probably he, he wrote him off a little bit quickly yeah. because if they'd have handled it in a slightly different way, well, it was, he maybe wrote, he should have gone out on loan earlier. Mm. He wrote a few off though, didn't he? Man? All managers well tend to, don't they? Like, but you look, like. they've all done that. Van Gaal did that. Jose obviously does that everywhere. And, and Jose actually, walked in and went, Memphis, do you yeah. like Louis Van Gaal? He was like, I do. And he's like, get fucked now. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know, do you know Ole? He om- four minutes he played Memphis for, goes to Leon. He's got about 100 goals since. Yeah, it's like, noisy with Zaha, isn't it? It's just didn't like, got him in a the place. And there's no truth to that. No, I know there isn't. As well, nonsense. Is how that is just, that's a thing. Well, he yeah, play, play ever said pre-season. it on Sky Sports about three weeks ago. Because he'd heard so, it on Yeah, I know, yeah. but you say, how's that a thing? Because yeah. everyone's seen it. It was horrible, that. I felt sorry for um, Wilfred Zaha. But no, you're right, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. I, felt, I, felt I felt a bit sorry for Van Gaal and all, to be honest. Why? Or more sorry, not Van Gaal. I think everyone, and her. I think we should all, we should fall sorry for everyone in that. Rumor. Didn't didn't Zaha go? I've never even met her. Yeah, he absolutely <laughs> did it. And then he got in trouble because he tweeted something like, "I'm sick of these rumors. I've never even met a girl." And then the club went mad at him, saying, "You don't address it. You don't publicize yeah. it. That makes it worse." And he's like stuck on his own in Bramall, going under. Can't get a game. He's like, "What is going on?" Fergie's last signing. He's not getting a look in, mm. even despite the fact United are rubbish. To be fair, he turned up at a club where Manche- at Manchester United, where Ryan Giggs is. One of the top two, three legends. Wearing an Imogen Thomas that T-shirt. Was, that was no, he didn't. Yeah, yes, he, he did. fucking did. For his medical. No, I don't think he meant. Do to you know do where the entire fucking British press are going to be standing, waiting to take a picture of you? He was like, "That Imogen Thomas T-shirt looks fly as fuck." Shit, I know. <laughs> I, like I know. It's a bad one, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Yanazai, <laughs> you're not too worried about it. I, no. I'd love to have known. The banter that went down because I've I've seen Scholes' banter up close. It's fucking, it's level ten black belt. Well, banter, you know, like. remember like Rooney? We're going about Rooney Twitter when he was tweeting about sister acts and all that. Original Rooney Twitter's yeah. off its tits. Original Rooney, yeah. like it was. Original Rooney. It was. Well, it has the eight million dollar man. He doesn't, man. It was he doesn't have the password to his Twitter anymore. Are you fucking yeah. mad? Yeah. He has it to was... text someone and they go, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it out, Wayne. Thanks. Honestly, it was sick. Like he offered to knock himself out. He tweeted Rio without tweeting him. Do you want to pick it up in the morning up? like it was a text? Like... Sweetie <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jokes. <laughs> when all that was going on with Giggsy about Sister Atsu. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Take his phone off him. Take his Twitter off him. Stop this. Wild. Yes. Um, so I can imagine some of the dressing room banter with Giggs about the various different things and Imogen Thomas mm. would have been... Fucking box office. But you don't come Miss in. Miss Great Britain, I think it was actually, not Mr. Meaners. Um, <laughs> shall we move on to Upper Meccano then? Look at him trying to get me out of the dangerous waters of potentially Yeah, to be fair, I, I get where he's yeah. coming from. Super I, Injunction sh- podcast. I, I think we, I think we shall. We shall. Shad. Shad, I've okay, invented yeah. a new word. Yeah. Deal with it. Uh, I think we shall. Yes, Upper Meccano. Centre back, plays for Leipzig, of course. Yeah, French fella. Um, likes to be put on his behind by Marcus Rashford at Old Trafford. Yeah. But he is a very good player. Looked like he was coming to We've been linked with him all summer. Yeah, there's a buyout clause, last I think, well. next summer. And it was looked like United were going to meet it. Mm. And that he was open to the idea of coming. It looked like it was sort of, if Steve was doing his transfer review, I'd probably give it a six or seven out of ten, I'm guessing. Never got that high. Oh, and right, as okay. soon as Bayern Munich got on the scene, fuck, it was like, you. absolutely, no. this ain't happening. Yeah, well, now, <laughs> now, yeah. But now this morning, Ornstein, who is reliable, I think he's been on your channel a few times, um, said that... Has he ever been on Tier 1 podcast? No, he hasn't. So if you're watching, David, give us a shout, mate, because, you know, go on And do you know what? When, I, when I, we did get in touch with him for him, it was like, it, nothing was too much trouble as well with him. Yeah. So we will, I'm sure we'll get him on Tier 1. Yeah. He's a good lad. What's um, he been saying? He said that basically Bayern Munich see Upper Meccano as a replacement for Jerome Boateng and David Alaba, he said. Um, and wow. Yeah. That good. They're going to play twice. Exactly. Um, and the United's interest has, Baller. in inverted commas, cooled. 
So has it cooled, or did we get told to fuck off? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's cooled the same way that Nama- like reject. Yeah. Is it cooled the same way my interest in uh, Kelly Brook has cooled? Yeah, same also. way that Nemanja Vidic and uh, David Moyes came to a mutual agreement that Vidic was going to leave. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> departed by mutual agreement. Yeah, like, the, the, you know, Vidic told me he was going, and I agreed agreement. that I couldn't Why stop him. Why is he getting a seventeen million pound payout? Yeah, like, that's yeah. not mutual as anything, is it? Well, um, but I'm going to yeah. start using that actually. I'm going to st- try and in- put that in my day to day life. Mm. Stephen's interesting going to the gym this morning. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> Stephen isn't in the average weight category by mutual agreement. <laughs> <laughs> That's two fat jokes Steve, in a week. Stephen's interesting going to the gym as cool. <laughs> Very good. Um, so Upper Meccano ain't happening. Do we even need a centre back? That's my question for Fuck you. Fuck off, Joe. Well, do we, we then? Yeah. Who's it going to be then? Um, is it Mengi? Oh. Wasn't involved is, in the 18s, the, wasn't this, involved in the 23s this weekend. This is the thing, though. He, he's not ready yet. He isn't. Was he 19? He's 18. Yeah, I think yeah. he's 18. But he's not ready yet, but he could be in a couple of years. And I don't know, Upper McCannell's not going to come in and keep it warm for Ted and Mengi, is it? <laughs> for 10 years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's the same like saying, oh, Aaron Wambasaki's just keeping years. the right back spot mm. warm for Ethan Laird. Well, he's not, though, is he? So, I, I don't know. I, I don't, the, I don't the necessarily... The word with Mengi is... On. He's fucking an absolute nightmare to play against. Right. But you can wind him up and there's a red card in him. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going, and? Yeah. And fucking what? All right, I, I understand in the day of VAR and all the rest of it, he's a fucking Clayton lad. <laughs> For those of you that live in Manchester or close enough to know what Clayton is, you should have, you should be going, oh yeah. That was on my and list. For those who don't? I used to have a list when I was a reporter. Have you heard of Compton? Of places. When I was a, when I was a reporter, like, I'd get sent to all sorts of places to cover, you know, crimes that Usually stabbings and shootings. Yeah, shootings. And, like, there was a list of places where I would get told to go that I'd be like, oh, do I have to? Yes, you do. And that was at the top of it. <laughs> oh, right. So yeah. it's, a, it's a bit rough. Yeah, a bit I'm, tough. I'm, yeah. Okay. Yes. But I guarantee like uh, a footballer that comes out of there, that plays for this club, that supports this fucking club, is a cult hero in about a fortnight. Mm. Yeah. You, you think think the way Brandon Williams came say, through. You saw the way Brandon Williams was treated right. when he first came through. Ted and Menger's a lot bigger. Yeah. And a lot angrier. And a lot harder. Mm. And I think at centre half as well, where that's a, a real trait to have, it, it, guys, that's as big as his table. Mm. He's only 18. Like, he's a fucking unit. And let's be honest, he's a baller as well. He's an England player. Let, he's not though, just a fucking beast. But if you think, though, like, I mean, as much as I would love Ted and Mengi to come through and be a first choice to start for Manchester United, th- and I'm sure there, there are, I know there are a couple, you know, Delict being one, Varane maybe being one, although Pepe kept him out until he was in his early 20s. Um, generally speaking, you don't see players under the age of 22, 23 starting week in, week out for top teams at centre-back. No, you don't. That's very uncommon. Yeah, so let's say in the next four years when, let's hope we've won at least an FA Cup, a Champions League or a Premier League, and if not, certainly a couple of, you know, Carlin Cups or Europa Leagues, whatever it may be. We, are we going to need someone in the meantime to get us over that edge, to, to turn well, us from talk a team about that White, they? gets to three and semi-finals, like lot, to three trophies? Yeah, the lad from Brighton. Yeah, he's not spectacular. No, but, he's, but his he's record a, is good enough. And he's also the kind of guy that you go... Is he just going to get fucked around at set pieces? No. Yeah. At all. He had a decent I, I think we really need that. And I think sometimes some unspectacular players, like, yeah, like, oh, he's well, played in the championship. Me, me and you, hmm. didn't we have this discussion, didn't we, a few months ago, where I was like, United always used to get at least one or two players mm. from down the bottom of the table. And they, well, they'd we buy Munich to it. Yeah. When we was at go, our best, we buy Munich to it. You go, like, go, oh, you, yeah. You, yeah. James you know Madison, I mean? Jack Grealish. Yeah. You yeah. would we'll take, you'd, you'd, you know, throughout, like, ben you know, whether it was sort of Denny Serving from Oldham or. Carrick, Berbatov. Yeah, you know, Van der Sar from Fulham or whatever. You'd look and go, hang on a minute. He's actually, yeah, he'll do a job for us. We'll we know him. he can play in this league. Yeah. If he does even the same job he's doing for his current side, for yeah. us, he will improve. And we'd always do that. We'd always have at least one or two where we do that. And we saw why that doesn't happen as much doing it a little bit. Because the Premier League's loaded. Yeah. So you bring Everton up. Whereas normally you'd get a player for, let's say, like 15, 20 million out of Everton. Yeah. It's now 50, 60 million. Yeah. You go, fuck that. Yeah. Even Calvert-Lewin, for example. I'm going to Spartak Moscow. Even yeah. like this lad, Ben White, he's, he's probably Lewin, going to cost Lewin's probably the bang on. 50 million quid. Yeah. Whereas you can go to Europe with 50 yeah. million, you're yeah. getting up on my car. I mean, look yeah. at Sean Longstaff. United were linked with him, and I don't know to what level we were, yeah, yeah, yeah. how close we were to that. But the rumours coming out of Newcastle were 50 million or fuck off. He's played eight Premier League games for yeah. you, and That's he's been ridiculous. injured with a knee injury for two months. You're like, yeah. 
But that's the, that's the sort of numbers you deal but with if when he's you're talking English. Bulgarian, yeah. he's eight million. Six, eight, yeah. ten million, yeah. Yeah, no, th- this is the problem. But I think. I mean, look at Bruno. If he'd have been doing anything like those numbers in England, which he is now. Oh, he would have been 120. Grealish was doing a quarter of it. They're talking 80 million. Yeah. yeah. Like, how we got Bruno for 40? That, that should have... United's... All United's negotiation mm-hmm. onwards from getting Bruno needs to go with a photograph of Bruno yeah. and his yeah. price tag on him. Yeah. And go, you want how much? Mm. You know we got him for that. Yeah, exactly. So you look looking at Ben White then <laughs> yeah. and you say something... <laughs> <laughs> 50 million. Give me tickets. More less 50 million to ever from Swansea. This is not. This is mental. You talk about unspectacular centre backs. When's the last time United won major trophies with unspectacular centre backs? Because I can't remember it. That's my only query. But most teams that win the Premier League. Yeah, but he was alongside Rio Ferdinand or Vidic. Most teams that win the Premier League, you look at Leicester. Steve Bruce did not have spectacular, spectacular centre-backs. Robert Huth and Wes Morgan. Yep. But you look at, you know... Solid. You, yeah. Top at set-pieces. You've got to own your set-pieces. Look at City. They haven't won the league since company left. You look at Liverpool. It was Van Dijk that basically won in that league. Oh, you can have me playing next to him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, you go back to Chelsea. Quick. As much as we, we, we aren't fans of him, John Terry... No, and, fuck and you. Pat, fuck you and fuck John Terry, actually. I'm not... Go on. Because it was Carvalho that made them defensively Not sound. Not in 2016. John Terry's shit, mate. Whenever, when was it? Shit. 20, they won the league in 2015. Asked. Who was it then? Not, not John David Terry. Ruiz. Yeah, so he was fantastic and his fucking stupid hair. Whatever it is. Fuck you and fuck John Terry. I don't like John Terry. Don't lump me in with John Terry. I'm just saying he's won a few Premier Leagues. You look at the Arsenal so teams. So fucking Anderson. They're, good, they're great centre-backs as well. I'm just saying, I don't think you necessarily can win the big trophies with just... And I'm not saying Ben White isn't spectacular... But, but the thing just is, a though, couple of you don't know where he's going to get to. Van Dyke was at fucking, like, when was he? What, 25? He was playing at Heerenveen, was it? Oh, yeah. And then he was at Celtic. How many fucking, stop it, how many fucking absolute dog shit players do you see roll through Celtic? Loads. Yeah. Loads. And because it's a piss easy league, mm. they don't actually get tested enough to the point where you go, you don't know if he's going to be a no. Gattuso or South a Van Dyke. Southampton, isn't it, yeah. from Celtic? Yeah, because someone, yeah. yeah uh, exactly. Uh, uh, what's it called at Derby? A lower, Chris Commons. A lower club to get him first and go, actually. Scott, Sinc- Scott Sinclair's like a fucking yeah. legend Pele regen. Unbelievable. And where's where he going? Preston? Yeah. Stop it. You can tell me that's But that's where league. good scouts come in. Um, and that's where you're doing your money. Where you tough, get just tough go, that to be able just, to look just, at someone playing against fucking pub footballers and go, mm. you might be the difference in a team winning the Champions League. How I'm insane at, is that? Um, it is mental. Just on the sort of centre-back thing before we wrap up, I just wanted to ask you this because uh, I mentioned it earlier, but the whole hug gate, what we made of that? Everyone seems to be sort of up in arms. Again, for those who don't know. Sorry, Harry Maguire hugged John Stones at the end of the game against City and also been mentioned as well is Michael Carrick and Pep Guardiola had a bit of a cuddle <laughs> on the way out down to the tunnel. Uh, Roy Keane weren't happy. <laughs> Shock horror, stop the press. Yeah, but Roy Keane hasn't hugged anyone since he was about four years old, I bet. No. Like, that's no surprise that Roy Keane... his autobiography? Yes. Spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a video so on Twitter, people were talking about this hug thing. And, and me particularly, I'm, I don't love it. I don't look at it and go, oh, well done, the boys are getting on. But I, it's not like modern football is gone, the game's gone, you know, Harry Maguire's going to be, he must be shit. I've not even hugged my wife like that, the way you're It was a lot. There was some but love the, in that, the, the great video of uh, when United played against Everton and Gary Neville was United captain and Phil Neville was our Everton captain and they're in the tunnel together about to come out they do not even look at each other literally they're stood six inches shoulder to shoulder Gary Neville turns around looks down the line of players doesn't at no point do they even try to make eye contact with each other and they're brothers do you remember when Pogba played against his brother and uh, they were like chatting and hugging after the other game and Roy Keane went I don't even I've not even spoke to my brother that much in the last ten years (laughs) (laughs) yeah but Roy that's not a good thing (laughs) at some point I'm with Roy (laughs) I'm with Roy so what do you think to uh don't understand okay. it. Mm. Uh, have they got a yeah, shared history together or something? It's just England. Because I know they're both from fucking Yorkshire, aren't they? both Yorkshire lads. I don't think there's anything deeper Where, did than... Did John the, Stones come through at Sheffield United as well? No, it was Barnsley lads. Barnsley. Yeah. Barnsley. I, I just Barnsley. think it so is the World Cup in England. England. Only two t- footballers from t- Yorkshire play at t- centre-half. It yeah. might be. There might be sort of some issue. I just thought, I just assumed it was because of the England stuff. 
Mate, that's a fucking hell of a hug. Mm, it was a deep hug. I don't know, maybe I might be looking in it too much, but maybe with Harry Maguire, just everything that's going on for him, you know, he, it wasn't a great performance, but it's a clean sheet. And for him, it was a decent and game. And I suppose you don't and maybe know, it's just that emotion yeah. thing. Of it's and like you don't know as well how, how friendly they are off the yeah. pitch. And it's I know just that like, they may not have been mates since they were six, although they could well have been. Yeah. If they were, Barnes, Sheffield and Barnsley are literally There's, there's five, a good chance they've rotated through similar sorts been, of yeah. academies. Yeah. So it's like Gerard in it. With, yeah, um, they'll have been at county football together when they were kids. They'll have probably been at under eights or whatever it is, England. I'm going to throw a cheeky plug for Paddock FC and a quick segue with this. So tonight, we're playing at eight o'clock. If you're in the Manchester area, tonight and you want to come and watch some absolutely spectacular attacking 2-1-7 formation football, that's what we're promising you tonight. But it's relevant because obviously we've got Ronaldo, Akira, Isaac, Nosa. There's mm. four lads that came through at City and Liverpool, but they've never played together. A couple of them was in different age groups. But they knew each other off the pitch as well. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, this, so tonight, uh, we've got a new signing, which is Isaac Buckley Ricketts, which if you want to go fucking Google, this little bastard won the Euros for England in the same team as Mason Mount and as um, Reese James and as Sessignon, and he's playing for Paddock tonight. I mean, Go usually on. I'm not asked about <laughs> Paddock FC that much, but honestly, <laughs> that is pretty cool. That's a fucking joke. Cool. But again, though, that, that's a good point, though, because cool, and it's baffling we're talking about Isaac Buckley Ricketts and, and all these players who know each other off the pitch, but never played in the same team. Yeah. It, that could well be the case with Stones and Maguire. Yeah, so they. What, that's, that's why I said it's relevant. Like, you know, Ronaldo and... Uh, obviously, Ronaldo came through at Liverpool. Akira was the year below him at Liverpool. They played in the same position, so they never played together. Uh, Nosa was at City. He moved to Birmingham as Isaac came through in the ranks at City. They've never played together. So they've all been professionals under 18s, under 21s. They've played at loads of different clubs together. They've all been training at Paddock for, for loads months of clubs now. not together. But yeah, not together. Never never played any sort of 11-a-side football together. And tonight we're going to see it. And obviously Nosa's our number 10. So our entire forward four, our four mates, and they're fucking unbelievable. Mm. So I can't wait to see how this goes out. It's fucking nil-nil written all over this tonight, I'm going to be honest. Or just losing one now. I'll be fucking wounded. Um, Eight o'clock at um, Wright well. Robbie School. If you want to come down, wear a mask and don't stand anywhere near me. Um, back to my ground stones then. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? Can you see why there's such a... I mean, I say there's such a... There's a few tweets on, online and Roy Keane's not happy. Are you, are you bothered and how bothered are you? Right, I know this is sort of... You know me, I can be quite bitter and vindictive and I'm the guy that, you know, hates Peter Schmeichel and doesn't like mm -hmm. the way Nemanja Vidic's left the club and all that sort of stuff. But I'm not asked. No. I'm not. And I know it should because it's City and believe me, I hate City. But I just... For me, it felt like there might have been a bit of emotion there in it because of what's gone on with Maguire mm. and maybe just let that get the better of him, whatever. But I'm not... Had we lost, had we lost, I'd have got a lot to say on it. I'd have been fuming. I'd have been fuming. But Rio, I wasn't. Rio basically goes modern football. Bold. Well, really? I'm not. I'm not even that. I'll just be honest with you. Didn't Rio retire I'm like not, five years ago? I'm not that bothered. I don't think it was that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Fucking modern football. Like yeah. So I got a video. If you don't know, I do a video with Rio on his channel five. Um, it's five things we learned, funnily enough. Um, and I asked him about hug uh, on there. What's on? What's your thoughts on that? Um, he ain't happy with it. Really? He don't really go proper to town on it. He's, he's, put it this way, if there's a spectrum and Roy Keane's at one end, mm. Rio's not at that end. But he's yeah. also not at the hugging fucking John Stones well, end either. I spoke to an ex-United player earlier and he said that... Oh, he's joking. He, yeah, he's all right. And he said that, <laughs> just unrelated, and he said that, you know, if you're going to do that thing, you can do it in the changing rooms afterwards. You don't yeah. have to do it on camera. Do it at home. Yeah. And th there's a sickening amount of um, United players that are... This is old United players. Um that actually have friends that sit in that you wouldn't fucking believe. Like um, like Dwight York and that was having parties with like Danny Tiato and Dunn and, and all them lads. Mm. Um, because they go in the same, they go out in the same fucking mm. places. They live in the same, on the same roads. Yeah. Like yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if Harry Maguire and John They go Stones out to a nightclub, they get five minute stuck in the same other. VIP yeah. with each other. Like, they're not going to be like, oh, especially when, uh, you know, and, but like it's I said, Barnsley and Sheffield are like neighbouring towns. I remember, towns, right? One, one player you could never, you can accuse him of a lot of things, but on the pitch, you could never accuse him of not being committed was Wayne Rooney. And I remember before the kickoff, and I'll never forget this, with the Scousers, him and Gerard giggling together. Mm -hmm. Like, and all this. What is this? We're about to kick off against Liverpool. But launches him in five Did seconds. Yeah. I think that was, I might be wrong, but I think that game was the um, one where Everett scored the winner. But that's the thing, though. So there's, there's there's are a lot examples, of in that game, there are examples of when 
players ignore each other or it's, it's nothing but animosity. And maybe the, it's the about doing it the right way. Royce, like, That's giggling brilliant. at each other. That's one of my favourite <laughs> things ever. Um, but there are also examples, like I said, play, play of players oh. like Rooney who no one could ever question his application, his aggression, his energy, yeah. uh, you know, his passion towards beating Liverpool and winning leagues and winning trophies and being a winner and all that sort of stuff. And he did it. Yeah. Like, just, I, I, just, I don't think I, it's the end of the there's world. There's lots personally. of things that, you know, can sort of annoying me but this just to be honest with you I, I sort of I don't agree with it but I understood it because I thought Maguire's just going through one of them times he's probably a little mm. bit emotional it's like he's probably got that relief got a clean sheet could have been you defended know, well defended well had a good game he sees his mate Joe, Stones, Stones has had a bit, a bit under the cost he's having a good spell of it both of them buzzing but yeah, like Joe, you know, you don't. I mean, maybe the lack of fans in the stadium tricked them into yeah, thinking yeah. they I could think get there would away have been a bit him. more of it. It'd have been like the Stratford and have been like, yeah, come on. Yeah, but don't give anyone the ammo. No, yeah. no. Like, they always say, don't they? Like, don't give the referee the excuse of booking you. Well, don't give the fans the excuse. No, there's literally no conversation to be had if you just didn't do it or do yeah. it in the tunnel. Yeah, I'll see you yeah. in the mm. Simples. I think we can all move on from it anyway. I hope we've all learned something from this. Um, so Paddock you've done your plug haven't you 8 o'clock right Robbie right Robbie free right, entry Robbie. Right, come Robbie. and watch wear a mask don't stand anywhere near us you've um, got I promise on, absolute fireworks fireworks I uh, think Joe's coming and I think Jay's coming I will if I get my deliveries done um, you've got the Jay works for Deliveroo by the way just saying so you know, on the side I work for Miss Man United if you want any merchandise check her out um <laughs> um, you'll do, you've got the Premier League piss take yes, coming out, haven't you? the Premier League piss take what, the, the second best show today. It's 7 o'clock, I think, tonight. Um, I assume it'll be at 7 o'clock, but yeah. Tonight, Stratford Paddock, Premier League piss take, me and Adam going through the weekend's results. And guess what? Every top team around Man United have dropped points. I mean, fuck it, including Man United. So there's plenty of ammo today. Very good. Very good. As well as Arsenal. Yes. Oh, I hope you're taking the piss yeah. out of them because that's an open goal. I think, honestly, most of the video is taking the piss out of Arsenal. And I actually mean Rightly that. so. Brilliant stuff. The shit and the fans are all knobheads. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> on that note... Laura Woods is all right. <laughs> Laura Woods is all right. Laura Woods? She's all right. Well, you mean Laura Woods? I've never met her. I'm just saying. Like, can't right. tar all of them with the same brush. All right. right. Laura Woods is all right. But other than that, they're all... Uh, <laughs> Especially Piers Morgan. 12 days. He's not even a fan. He don't care. It's just a thing, in it? I don't like pretend I'm an Arsenal fan and those people engage me. Um, 12 days of paddock. Yes, we've got a giveaway coming out uh, starting on the 26th of December. We are going to be giving away t shirts, merchandise. We're going to be giving away a PlayStation 5. A PlayStation 5 is the big one, but it's not just a PlayStation 5. Every single day for 12 days from the 26th of December, we will be giving away a gift. And all you have to do to be. Is any of it way for Finn Turkey? No, none of it is. That would have been a good one. We can put that in in the box with the PlayStation. And all you have to do to be in with the chance of winning, to be automatically entered into the competition, is become a member of Stretford Paddock. All you have to do, click the little join button underneath the video, sign up as either an academy member or a first team member. You also get stuff like members-only videos. We're going to be getting wallpapers and, out. And you get a discount on the merch store as well. The so outtakes all video sorts. is fucking hilarious. Yeah, and we put out an outtakes video the other day. Um, uh, and you can watch all of those videos if you become a member of this podcast that have gone back a few weeks as well and there'll be another podcast coming out next week we've also got a secret Santa video coming out uh, on Christmas Eve um, so the, yeah there's loads of stuff for members and you're going to get that all the time and, we're go- and it's not just going to end here it's not you know 12 days, days of paddock and then that's it we're going to be doing giveaways we're going to be doing special prizes all sorts of stuff for members all the time uh, so yeah join and become a member and you get in with a chance of winning a PlayStation 5 no matter where you're in the world as well don't matter you don't have to be from Britain if you're from anywhere in the world if you get randomly selected what if you're on the International Space Station are we allowing astronauts on the mm. ISS to enter that's interesting no you have to be on Earth oh. as long as you're on Earth Unlucky you're in with a chance of winning yeah um, but yeah all, all join become a member and any, any tier member you're automatically entered to win uh, and you can win any one of those prizes or even you know if the random button generator picks it you could win more than one imagine that um, and, and some it, ham and, and some ham no ham and turkey it, then FIFA than turkey. you can have FIFA oh, okay. uh, thank you and if you're not a member make sure you're subscribing because we've got mm-hmm. loads of good content coming up no fuck that just become a member stop oh. phoning them out press the join button it's top it's in a bit right no just thank you yes Hit subscribe. We've also got <laughs> preview thank, coming up for the Sheffield United game. We've got a watch along coming up. We've got all the post-match reaction for that. And then later on in the week, we'll be looking at the Dirty Leeds game as well. Mm. So that's been Joe Smith. That's been Stephen Howson. I've been Jay Martin. This has been the inaugural Stretford Paddock podcast. Thanks for watching. Head over to 
for bigcartel.com and check out the paddock merch. And for a short time, you can get 20% off orders with two items or more using the code paddock20. Go get on it. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.